in every generation, there is a chosen one. She alone will stand against the vampires, the demons, and the forces of darkness. She is the Slayer. to Sunnybroke. Dive into the Hellmouth. The podcast where we get together every two weeks to talk about the best show of all time, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because there aren't enough of those, are there? Yeah, I mean, there's only uh, Slayer Fest 98, Sunnydale Stacks, Welcome to the Hellmouth. You know, there's really not enough shows that talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What's one more? What's one more? (laughs) You know, we decided, you know, since we couldn't stop talking about it, we might as well stop talking about the other one. Yeah, we were just like, heck it. So uh, as of now, this is now a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, and we'll be talking about Buffy each week. Uh, We're going to pick up where we left off, obviously, with um, episode 14, which is actually the start of season two. So if you enjoyed Prophecy Girl last season, we're just diving straight into when she was bad. Wow, it's so weird to be on a short season schedule. I know, it's like way back in the day, you know, we had short seasons. Um, But yeah, so I mean, in this one, Buffy's returning from summer vacation. She's got an attitude. She's been having nightmares about the master. (sighs) And his fruit punch mouth. (laughs) I forgot about the fruit punch mouth. Oh, she's died, huh? Oh, yeah, she died. She came back. I'm sure that this season we will see no ramifications for that whatsoever, especially not someone with a really, really oddly forced accent coming into the show uh, mid-season. That would be awkward would be and super terrible. weird. Yeah. <sighs> How long are we doing this? April Fool's! <laughs> I didn't even remember that episode, but I remembered Kool-Aid Punch Mouth. yeah fruit punch mouth yes uh, (laughs) tomorrow we'll be dropping a brand new episode of story broke miserably ever after featuring dwarf eggs oh why (laughs) that is not an april fools just in time for easter we will be talking about dwarf eggs we will be answering the question mommy how are dwarfs made Mommy, how are dwarfs made? Um, before I end this dumb this dumb skit between the two of us, I have to ask, uh, Elaine, do you dye your dwarf eggs? Uh, a little bit, sometimes, depending on if I have enough vinegar, because they're huge. Yeah, I, I always do. But yeah, it takes a lot of vinegar. There was um, this one time where I was dyeing my dwarf egg, and a fully hatched man just popped out of it, and I got his shirt pink. Oh, yeah, that's the whole reason you pock. That's where the tradition of pocking eggs comes from. Oh, yeah, you're helping them out of their shells? Yeah, you got to help the dwarves out of their shells. As a Gemini extrovert friend, I love helping people out of their shells. You know, after this, we're going to have to post what the hell pocking eggs is. For <laughs> not from Louisiana. All right, yeah, tune in tomorrow for Story Broke. Miserably ever after. <laughs>